Shalom Ubracha, and welcome from the Holy City of Jerusalem. Today we will learn Mizmor Mem Gimel, Psalm 43. This Mizmor is a continuation of the previous one. It's the third part of the, the, of the previous Mizmor that has the first two parts, and we'll see how it continues and expands upon the previous Mizmor. It uses repeated verses, repeated ideas, but also the ideas are not merely repeated but amplified and take us and move the, the whole idea of these of this Mizmor forward uh, by by a lot. The Mizmor begins Shofteni Elohim Virivarivi Migoi Lochasid Judge me God and fight my case from a nation who is not righteous and from a man who is deceitful and evil, save me. The, this Mizmor begins with a request from God, or maybe even a prayer, or we might say even a command, for God to judge him and to vindicate him. And we see here the psalmist in a, in a very different place than he was at the beginning of Psalm 42, where he was just crying. Here he's able to uh, make his claim to God and ask him to, judge him and vindicate him. And he identifies his enemies, Migoy lo Hasid, from an outer enemy, the, a nation who is not pious, and from an inner enemy, uh, a man who is deceitful and evil and unjust. And here the Mizmor, the psalmist, is uh, bringing us to a step further than in the previous two sections of this, uh, this double psalm. The, the psalmist is making a request, uh, even maybe in a claim. Why is he making this claim to God? The answer is in the next verse. Because you are the God, the Almighty of my fortress. Why did you reject me? Why do I walk to and fro in gloom? In the, with the oppress, oppression of the enemy. Here the psalmist is seemingly repeating a verse that occurs in the previous Mizmor, 42.10. The previous verse reads, Yet the differences are clear and in one direction. In the previous Mizmor, you have the verse begins, In this Mizmor, uh, in the previous Mizmor, he is saying to a third person, to God, uh, and the name for God is El. In this Mizmor, he is referring directly to God. Ki you are Elohei Ma'uzi. And instead of El, we have Elohei, which is an expanded version of the name of God. And instead of Selah, which is bedrock, which is pretty strong, we have Ma'oz, Ma'uzi, which is a fortress. Clearly, the movement is from third person to second person is from El to Elohei and from Selah to Ma'uzi from a rock which is pretty good to a fortress which is even provides more protection uh, the next part of the verses also show the same type of intensification in our Mizmor Lama Shechachtani was in 42.10 in 43.2 in our, in our verse Lama Zenachtani Lama Shechachtani, why did you forget me? As opposed to Lama Zenachtani, why did you reject me? 
Shechachtani, forgetting can be done uh, without paying attention. Vinachtani is an act of rejection. And here the psalmist is making a complaint, maybe even an accusation, that it's not a mere forgetting, but it's actually rejection that he feels from God. Lama kodel alech belachat what is what it says in, in 42.10, uh, using the verb elech, and the difference in this psalm is that the word is et halech. Uh, elech is in the kal, uh, the kal construct, and et halech is in the hitpael construct, which is, uh, implies a repeated action or walking to and fro. The psalmist prays, and even makes a command, if you will, Shlach Orechava Send your light and your truth, they will lead me, and they will bring me to your holy mountain and to your Mishkan, and to the place where you abide you where you dwell. And here he instead of Koder, the gloom that he's founded with the oppressive enemy. He asked God to send him the light and his truth. Now, light and truth are very closely related. That is almost a metaphor. Truth is when you see light to what you, when things are clear for what you're doing and you're not walking in gloom. And let them, Yanhuni, will lead him forward, not the, not the enemy pushing him, but the light and of truth of God's wisdom leading him forward, and they will bring him eventually to his holy mountain and to his mishkan. The, the phrase har kochecha mishkenotecha is something that we find in other, in other mizmorim. Uh, the har kochecha, har kochecha, your holy mountain, mishkenotecha, your dwelling place. Even in this seemingly similar uh, parallel s- sentences, uh, still, Mishkanotecha is much more intense. Har Kotshecha, your holy mountain. Mishkanotecha, where you dwell. Here the psalmist is, is speaking directly to God and asking God to lead him out of the situation that he's in. Now the psalmist, the light and the truth of Hashem already infects him, already illuminates his path. And he now can even start to envision what is going to be like when he gets there? Ve'avoa el mizbach Elohim el el simchat gili v'odecha bechinor Elohim Elohai, and I will come to your to the altar to the mizbeach the altar of God to the God who is simchat gili, the joy of my soul, the joy of my is my delight and my joy. This man who is just in the beginning of the previous psalm crying and eating his eating his um, tears as food, here he's envisioning himself thanking God, the chinor, um, playing the lute, the lyre, playing an instrument, Elohim uh, Elohai, the Almighty, my champion. Here is what a change that the psalmist has gone through just by envisioning what it would be like to be in Harkoch, the holy mountain of Hashem again. And now, here's the refrain, 
repeated almost word for word from the, in each of its times. But I want to say that here, even though it is exactly a word for word repetition of 4212, uh, we have, there's, there's no change. But I want to say that there is a change also. The word ma, ma tishtorchachi nafshi, the word ma can be understood in two, in several ways in Hebrew. One way is kama. Oh, how much is my soul downtrodden and downcast? But also, ma can be understood as lama. Why should it be downcast? I think at the end of 42, 42.12, he's speaking to his soul, oh, how my soul is downcast and how much it moans to me. But I think in this mizmor, seeing the positive tenor that the psalmist is in, I don't think he's wallowing in his sorrow. I think we should translate over here, Oh my soul, why are you downcast? Why are you moaning to me? Hope in God, because I will once again thank him, the saving, the savior of my face and my champion. So I think that the the repeat of the of the Pasuk, and it's the exact repeat of forty two twelve, is is playing on the the double meaning of the word ma. And I think in this one, he's almost reprimanding his soul. Come on, get out of it. Don't be so down, oh my soul. Uh, because we hope in God, and I would, want, I would still again thank him, once again thank him uh, for being my salvation. So the psalmist begins, this, this double mizmor, which is really one, one psalm, uh, really in a state of crying, in a state of pity, in a state of, because he's in, a, he's in a sorry state. The enemy is oppressing him. He's far away from the Beit HaMikdash. He's, although the, Beit, the word Beit HaMikdash is not mentioned, but he's far away from God's uh, holy mountain. Uh, oh, from the Beit HaMikdash, yes. Elohim, yes. He's far away from the, from the house of God. He's far away from the holy mountain. And he is imagining what it was like to walk with the throng to go to the, to the Hag. And that got him in a very downcast mode. In the second part of the Mizmod in 42, he's already come somewhat out of it. He's able to accuse God and say, all your breakers and waves have come over me. I mean, he's, he's still, still not completely out of there, and he's still um, is able to, to see some positive and to see God as his, his rock. But he's still full of anger in his, in his soul, and he's still hearing the, the taunts of the enemy and there, and the, the taunts of where is your God? In this Mizmor, the psalmist is already way free from that, and he's able, number one, to pray to God and to ask God to judge him and save him, vindicate him, but also he's able to express a certain, uh, a certain accusation of God that God is rejecting him. Once he's at that place, he's able to pray to God because he's become authentic authentically believing that God will save him and God cannot reject him so much. And therefore he's able to envision the time where he will once again come to the bit, the Tahar Kotshechat, Tahar Hashem's holy mountain, and to the place where he abides, where he abides, where he dwells. And he's able to envision going to the Mizbeach and thanking God and being joyous with him and even playing an instrument. Uh, the Kinor is a, a lyre or a harp and he's able to tell his soul, don't be downcast any longer. Don't moan any longer. Have hope in God. And he is sure, uh, the psalmist is sure of himself, that he once again thank God and, and in, for, for being his salvation and for being his champion.